Welcome to Think Like a Penguin, The Art of Flying. This is the podcast to help you think outside the box, live more confidently against the grain and become your more authentic self. Penguins don't traditionally fly, but what's to say they won't one day? Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Awesome. This is so much better. Um, so welcome, thank you for um, this bonus episode because it is World Mental Health Week. Uh, well, it was World Mental Health Day yesterday, but why not make it a week? Let's just make it a whole year. Essentially, mental health is our journey. Every day. Um, so this is, you are not um, in my location, which is why it's a little bit Piggledy piggledy, you're at the beach in somewhere lovely in Melbourne and I'm outside in my garden painting. So apologies anyone that's listening and if the, the, the sound quality taps out or if it's not the usual quality, it's because we've been trying to have this conversation for months now and this morning we just thought, stuff it, let's just get on with it, let's just do it, we're both free. So um, on the fly we're just going to have a really interesting chat and I would love for you, Elise, to just introduce yourself, explain um, a little bit about your upbringing and your passions, um, what you do today and why mental health is such an important part of your day-to-day. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, through high school, I kind of went through a big bout of um, some mental health issues, including like an eating disorder, which took out pretty much my teen, uh, my teen years Um and yeah, it really had a lot of repercussions with depression and anxiety as well as just ruining, I guess, not ruining, but impacting uh, my schooling. So I wasn't really in like in school much. And so it impacted kind of like my friendships and what was going on. So it was a really, really rough time. And so once I did finish year 12, I decided to take a gap year and actually dedicate a whole year to doing all the things that I wanted to do, but didn't feel like I had the time to do. So it was pretty much a year of exploring heaps of different things that came up through the years of, say, like um, hiking somewhere or traveling somewhere or reading books or anything that came up that while I was in year 12 was like, oh, I would love to do that, but I don't have the time. Like study is a priority. Mm-hmm. So I was doing heaps of just trying new things and getting myself out there as well as giving myself a whole year to explore art I really love art and I feel like creativity is kind of in my being so I just dedicated a whole year to play around with paint to try ideas knowing that I didn't care about sales or making money yet it was just all about experimenting seeing what styles I liked what colors I liked what grabbed my attention and just played around like I made a mess (laughs) in the garage so that was a really really pivotal year for me to then know and had the clarity of what direction I wanted to go moving forward. So I really I understood how important it was for art and um, like mental health to be moving forward. So I studied psychology and I finished in a week actually, which is really exciting. Amazing. Um, yeah, and art's just been a massive role. Can I ask, um, did somebody suggest to you that you should take this year away or how did it come about? Because obviously we have a similar story in that, Um, we've both experienced anorexia and I have to admit for me it wasn't an an instant self-driven recovery like I was really kind of forced into and encouraged into recovery had to be taught how to 
make healthy choices. Is that something you were able to do on your own or did you have parents or friends or people around you that, that recommended you take that year away to work on yourself? Yeah, so that's a good question. So gap years were starting to become a little bit more accepted and like normal, but it was definitely a bit of a, oh, why are you doing that? Like, do you not know what you want to study? Do you not know what's going on? It wasn't that. It was just I really had this deep drive of wanting to pursue the things that I've been like putting off. Like I felt like year 12, I made a lot of sacrifices of like, oh, I actually am passionate about, you know, playing soccer and doing all these things that I kind of felt like I could only handle so much because I knew year 12 as well, or at least just the end of high school, is a stressful period and I was worried about relapsing. I just had to do as minimal as I could, just, you know, get through, just keep my head above water um, Mm -hmm. to prevent any kind of repercussions of that. So I think that was always in the back of my mind of just, I'm just a very ambitious person and wanted to try those things. And then in terms of recovery, it was like, I just discovered so much about self-awareness and personal development through my recovery that that kind of drove me to want to know a bit more. Um, Yeah. But the years before that, especially in high school, that was all forced recovery, as you were saying, just like just getting through the motions, getting back to living and um, not the fun stuff. Yeah. I have to admit, I think every person should go through a rite of passage or a year of growth or development or self-exploration. Um, I don't know why I'm thinking of the Amish community, where obviously immensely religious and as a kind of a rite of passage into adulthood and to inform whether they want to continue in their religion, they have to have a year away. So they're very old school. They don't have electricity. They have um, very fundamental religious views and practices. But they are every single adolescent is encouraged to go away for a year. And from that point, they decide, OK, do I want to continue living a more modern life without my religion or do I want to embrace fully going back into the Amish community but in terms of like people have midlife crisis crisis or people just sort of lose their way a bit and I think well instead of having a negative connotation around having a break or doing something um, different or exploring or being curious or following different paths it should be celebrated and I think everyone should do it um, as a way to learn what is truly important to them and to be authentic. So I'm super glad that you took that that um, path because obviously now it's informed what you do on a day-to-day. So can you fill us in on what a day for you looks like? I know no day is the same. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. My so life is also like that. But yes. uh, kind of a classic day in the life of Elise. What would that yeah, maybe look well, like? I'll tell you today's day. So this morning I woke up, I actually got up a lot earlier than I usually do, but yeah, got up super early and went down to the beach um, for a 6am swim with um, the Cold Water Club, which I only just recently found out about, but um, it's pretty much as a community that goes down into the water at 6am every morning. Um, I really just started, but they go in for nine minutes to raise awareness for the nine lives lost with suicide each day, which is an incredible, like, it, oh so we went gosh. in, it was like nine most, lives. Yeah. Every day. Is this in Australia alone? Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. I did not know that statistic. Gosh. Oh my goodness. Wait. Sorry to interrupt. That's no, just quite yeah, harrowing. It's really, yeah, it's really sad. Um, oh. And so, yeah, really incredible. We, took some deep breaths and actually went, oh, so it was such a wholesome morning. And then we went around and was saying what like we were grateful for and a bit of like self-love, which was, yeah, incredible to meet those people. And then went down to 
a cafe and got some study done. As I said, I've got a week left. So just kind of preparing for exams. I'm studying online. So that was another choice that came from uh, my gap year, which was to keep that kind of traveling lifestyle or that, yep. that freedom of, of lifestyle. Um, and now, yeah, down by the beach and heading back to a cafe to paint a mural. So today's, yeah. Each oh day, my I mean, gosh, um, you're literally living my life. <laughs> That's so funny. So it's, it's funny though, because it's like now I feel like I'm living a sense of like amazing people are coming into my lives and like opportunities. But this is something that I feel like gap year or early years, I was working so hard and, you know, things didn't always work out. And it's, it's been a lot of work and a lot of like um, visioning these things and like working towards it. Like it's not just, oh, I just wake up and now my life's easy and, you know, I paint murals and I go to the beach and stuff. Like, yes, it is how it is now and I'm absolutely in love with it, but it's also been, I have put in that hard work. Yeah. I, there's two things that come out of that. Um, one is that I wish schools didn't put so much damn pressure on people in year 12. Like I've, I, I think I'm 34 now and I think too how many times I've been asked what my grade was in my exams or where I went to university or even if I've had a degree, which I do have, but no one has ever asked me. So there's so much pressure around the results and you're expected to know your life journey and where you're going to head and blah, blah, blah. And it's just ridiculous as I wish. And if there's any kind of parents out listening or adolescents or anyone in year 12, please don't stress it's it's not as important a year as people make out and I was in hospital during my exams and you know you could think that that would you know ruin and end my life but the reality is it's just one year so I wish people could feel a little bit more relaxed around that and um, my second question was is do you know how you're going to use your psych qualification do I cannot imagine you going and setting up a clinic and being based full-time in a in a room teaching or um doing psych appointments so have you got any idea of how you're going to integrate that you know me too well that's so funny yeah I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because yeah I am I was, yeah I was approaching it with a great degree and a lot of like oh so you know what working getting into what place are you kind of applying for like, like you know what what's the direction and it's funny because it's it, people almost sound worried when I say like I'm not too sure in that sense but I I know deep down exactly where I'm going I just haven't been able to like vocalize it like even things like um it's okay to not be okay all these kind of organizations that are doing amazing things for raising awareness I want to be a part of like I want to be um kind of doing some more like ambassador work or maybe um community-based things as well as having um art therapy potentially in there mm, um, you took the words out my mouth and speaking I've, so yeah. I've, got, I've got so oh like my brain is filled with ideas and possibilities which I'm super excited to start like actually seeing them come to life um, but that's kind of the direction I want to go yeah do you feel like um, and this is um, me very much speaking from a personal perspective but there's a sense of just knowing that life will work out all right because we've both been through some really, really tough challenges, some really um, hard times. But I've got to a point now where even if I don't know, like I've got no idea, I just have a knowing that it will always work out. It always has. And I've, I've, I've reached what I believe will be my absolute lowest point in life and I don't think I'll ever have to get to that point again. And I've come back from it and life's worked out fine. So this sort of deep knowing I don't think it needs to be spiritual or religious or you need to you know think of it 
it's just more just a yeah a deep down knowing do you have that about your own existence? 100% I have like the deepest knowing like to the core like I I really have the deepest knowing and I've always felt this way yeah and it's funny because I've never been able to like vocalize it or have people understand it's like because it say say even going back to school and stuff I, I had this especially after or going through recovery and then finding that love for like art and having a voice and stuff I, I really felt this and I just didn't know and then I was doing like cafe work and all these things I'm like mm, but this like this doesn't it's not my potential it's not really want to be thriving so I feel like oh so who are you what do you do I'm Elise and I work at a cafe it's like that just doesn't do it justice for what I want to be doing but I have no merit to explain what's going on because at the moment all I have backing me up is I've finished school and I work at a cafe and so it's yeah. been interesting now because all these things are starting to come now I've got um, like an international um, piece that I'm working on I'm doing some murals now all these things that I dreamt of and like have been wanting to do are now coming so it's like hey this knowing is starting to be fulfilled which is really nice because I'm like maybe this is just wishful thinking like when I've had a couple of times where I travel and come back and I'm like maybe this is all just like wishful thinking that it will all work out and it will all get better and you know one day I'll make it and all this stuff and it's just been really nice to stick with this knowing despite all this uncertainty and not knowing what I'm necessarily doing and stepping away from nine to five work and actually seeing what I was like dreaming of happen and come true so it's yeah it's been a really incredible journey yeah it's it's quite brave I have to say and it's Mm. um quite daunting and it's something that I did myself last year talking about taking a year to find yourself I was in a a job that was great for certain reasons I could get a mortgage I could um just not have to worry about finances it was super set and um very secure but it wasn't it wasn't feeding my soul and I gave myself a year I was very obviously I'm just talking from a a position of absolute privilege I appreciate a lot of people don't have the financial resources just to go you know what I'm just gonna wing it for a year but I think there's so much importance in just sticking with an intention. So even if you don't know how, if you put your energy and focus on something, then all of those things start to come to the forefront. It's amazing about, and people say this, but when you buy a car, that type model make and that color of that car is everywhere on the road because it's it's in the forefront of your mind. So even if you don't have a plan, even if you have no idea how you're going to get there, just keep... Um, passion intention a focus on the forefront you might and all these Mm. opportunities will start to pop up I've just um signed a really wicked contract with the local council on a mental health mural where they're specifically asking youth in the community to come and work with myself and a psychologist to create a massive mural on the side of a rowing club I was like oh my god that literally has my name on it it couldn't be more specific to my passions and what I'm trying to achieve so um I guess as well the more you do that the more you just take a risk follow your gut instinct and um have examples of it working out for Mm. the next time it reassures you again and reassures you again and then it just becomes second nature that you don't have to worry you just go with your gut instinct and I think that's something that often people don't harness or listen to enough is there just intuition um have you had any examples I know I'm just putting you on the spot here but of where your intuition has just guided you you've kind of gone oh it just doesn't feel right or actually I've got no idea where this is heading but it just feels like I just need to take this step 
because I think it's a really it's a really fun game to be able to play to try and listen to your gut because you literally every time your gut will know the right answer and I think we try and get too much in our head and we often overthink things and try and see the logic rather than just going with our bodily feelings around something yeah a hundred percent like I know it's really daunting especially if like you know look at my calendar and like there's nothing planned it's like oh my god you know I could get real bored and like I'm wasting time and I'm not sure what I'm doing and so I usually seek like or maybe I'll like book in this and lock in that and that way it's almost this like false sense of security of like okay that way I know at least there's some fun and then I'm not you know making a mess of things but I find the less I plan and the more into like more I tap into my intuition like the right things come up when they need to and so I am really loose with planning I always have like an idea but it's I think it's the reason we plan is because we're so scared of it just being you know a bad time or a boring time or or not knowing what to do but I find you know I can't really think of any specific examples to talk about intuition but it's, it's just how I live my life now and it's very like if I'm you know gone through a busy period I like those following weeks are real mellow it's a lot more like slowing down creating writing and then as I start to get a bit more like natural energy say with like the sun and the weather I'll be like adventuring and hiking and and being by the beach and it's just like that natural flow of what my body wants and I find that's when my my energy is highest that's when I meet people that are most like like like-minded like it's just it flows really nicely Um, yeah so living by intuition has been the best thing I've done some people may may not realize or know how to listen to their body when it comes to intuition but I guess it's for those that don't know it's about listening or feeling your heartbeat or your sweaty palms or your um you just you just have a sort of a you're a knowing it's about practicing it actually it's something that I used to do as a game and I would try and guess this is a bit weird but I'm not psychic but I would try and guess the colors of the cars coming by or I would try and figure out ahead of time if it was a man going to walk past me next or a woman or and you can you can hone into it and you can really start to um build your intuition and your um yeah just your your sense of knowing often I'll be able to pick when friends are pregnant before they are and stuff like that so it's something that we need to work like a muscle and begin over time to trust in it because that that will just guide you to exactly the right place and this is coming from someone who isn't religious often people will just put their faith in in god or in a religion but I think energy like you've already mentioned getting energy from the earth getting energy from the sun we all feel so much more energized when the sun's out and and it's a lovely day so yeah it's all about just following your intuition following the positive energy and that will help with being more authentic down the track um I'm going to get a bit more specific and Mm -hmm. ask you in each area what you do so we've we've touched on art so you do do murals I really want to hear a bit more about travel and adventure because uh just from the we haven't actually met we should probably tell everyone that we've never met but we've been following each other on on the socials and we're essentially the same person so we have a lot to connect on but your adventures are amazing your journeys and you've just done a marathon and you alpine walking and stuff so what um adventures have you done and how does that fit into your life yeah well how it fits into my life I feel like it's just me living by example of what I 
kind of like have read about or understood or care about. So like one thing that I live by is like living out of my comfort zone. Like that's just how it yes. is. Like, the mural I started yesterday, I'm like, I'm a few meters off the ground. Like I haven't done something like this before. Like this is already out of my comfort zone and I love it. And that's the same with travel. It's just like every part of my life gets to be out of my comfort zone. And I love that because I know how rewarding it is. Like the people I meet, the opportunities, like I usually go to bed just pinching myself. I'm like, how is this? my life like what I've seen and what I've come across it's just incredible so living outside of my comfort zone is how I travel because it's like become such a lifestyle now it's not attainable to just like go to the beach and hang out for a week and drink and you know socialize like that's a holiday whereas mine's like a very much a traveling lifestyle yeah. so it's finding work on the road so I've just done like a snow season and you know worked while there and I don't know how, so do you live I- out of your van or do you have a bit more of a permanent base but you're living part-time out of your van like painting the picture of how you because some people will be like well how does she do that does she like (laughs) bathe in the ocean when she shower and things like this I don't know yeah so still got my home um so I'm 22 so I still got my home with my parents and then I've pretty much been on the move for two years um but come home when I need so it's my friend's van but like when she's overseas I use it and then I've kind of slept out of my car as well but I usually um through friends like crash at theirs or stay um on the couch or ten or, or park up people have been so incredible even going up the east coast had no idea where I was going or what I was doing but would just slowly meet people um through like hikes or just hanging out yeah. um ended up yeah being friends with them and being able to stay or just find places so I've been yeah very lucky with finding um accommodation while on the move but yeah it's just become such a lifestyle thing of attracting other like-minded people that have got um goals or visions or just really keen to send it and just goes from there yeah I think you've hit on an absolutely fundamental thing for mental health and that is embracing growth obviously Mm -hmm. if we're not growing we're we're really not living we're just existing or we're stagnant Mm -hmm. if you're stagnant you're going to get depressed you're gonna um yeah you're just not you're not (laughs) embracing the best way of living life and it doesn't have to be as extreme as doing a marathon or mm-hmm. doing an alpine trek that you did or just you know people people won't have that sense of adventure to the amount that you do but I think it's a really important little consideration for every single day is what can I do today to make me push my comfort zone so I have on the bottom of my skateboard think of the growth because I find it really scary still I'm always dropping in from higher heights and trying new tricks it hurts obviously when I fall over but I'm 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 worried about the risk of injury and damage I've already dislocated my shoulder but the growth and the knock-on effect from challenging myself and pushing myself out my comfort zone is so important it's really what makes probably you and I feel most alive and most people probably is what makes someone feel their best self so I think that's a really important thing to encourage people to do off the yeah. back of this conversation is what can I do to to push myself, whether it's going and learning a new skill or a language or having a challenging conversation with a friend or whatever it might be. Just just think of something that you can do that will push you because guaranteed it will make you feel amazing once you've accomplished 100%, 100%. it. 100%. And that's the thing as well, like around traveling, it's not about what I achieve or what I'm achieving or where I've been it has nothing to do with the places itself it's the mindset of traveling that I love and that has that growth it's like 
say even just to go down to the beach it's like meeting people or going out of your comfort zone and like meeting people that are also swimming and like hanging out with them and then tagging along with wherever they're going if you make good friends so it's like it's about the mindset it doesn't actually matter about the things I'm like ticking off it's just that willingness to be like hey I don't actually know where I'm going but we'll go this way anyway or I was going to go like back home but this actually works out and it's just that mindset of being out of your comfort zone and being comfortable with that which is so fundamental and then cool experiences come because of that like as a as a result rather than my goal is to go to this place and tick it off it's just um yeah a, a mindset I just can't hear you at the moment I just need to tap your screen I'm back. I've got the problem is this is for mental health as well. Um, I have a time constraint on all of my apps, and my phone is buzzing at me telling me I've got five minutes left on Instagram. So I'm super worried this conversation's gonna um, gonna cut out. So if it does, that's a real shame. We'll have to we'll call back. But otherwise, we'll just plow on. I really wanted to ask you about a bit more specific mental health holistic things you do mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you meditate I'm not sure if you um just do mindfulness I know you already do gratitude and things like that so um is there anything that you have put in place throughout your day that is um, a non-negotiable that has really helped you with your mental health on a day-to-day yeah um nothing in like specific specifically that I stick to but I've done a, like a, a range I, I love 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 like meditating yoga running so it's actually really nice to have a variety of like what I feel like so it might be a slow morning and you know I have a chai <laughs> I sound like a little Byron girl or something I have like a chai some yoga you are a Byron but girl <laughs> there's no denying it <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then you know if I'm quite energized in the morning I might do like some um, writing and then writing so I've got a variety of things that um, fit me based on how I'm feeling. So rather than every morning, it's always, you know, yoga or, or whatever it is. I have like a variety of yep. a bunch of different things that I can kind of choose from and that kind of spices it um, up a little bit. But I think the main thing is, um, oh, what was I saying? Just around different things, meditation or listening, I guess listening into what suits you in the day to to really holistically add value to your mental health in your day. Um, and it's really important, I think, that people will say, oh, no, I'm not creative, so I'm not going to do that. Or, oh, I don't meditate or I don't do yoga. And my girlfriend's just started doing stretches. It's like it's still yoga, essentially. It's still breath work with movement and conscious awareness of body it doesn't have to you don't have to be doing sun salutations and be a yogi to (laughs) embrace like yoga and I think people kind of pigeonhole themselves into oh I'm not a chef therefore I'm never gonna bake or I oh no 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 I don't I don't draw I'm really crap at drawing so I'm not gonna create a little cute postcard with my kids or whatever it's it's just everybody every single person like you said you're super creative everyone is creative it is a part of being a human being is to create that's how we invented the wheel that's how we invented the light bulb that's how we invented everything it's part of being a human being so I think we need to tap into that a little bit more yeah and it doesn't have to be you know um pranayama breathing or living like a monk it can just be one of my three things I'm most grateful for today 
super simple it's still a meditative conscious awareness approach to your yeah. to your day i'm so 100%. sorry i'm so snotty <laughs> no, that's okay. also it's, it's come back goodness to me. um what i was gonna say as well like so yeah i very much um I love trying new things. Like that's my favorite thing to do in the morning. At least like every day, try and implement something that's new. So yes. it would be, you know, pole dancing or cold swimming or cold shower or something. Like my favorite thing is adding something new into my routine or day or just going, oh, I haven't tried this place or that thing or that food. So that's my main thing. I guess that ties in do. with um, going outside your comfort zone. For some people, that would be really daunting doing something <laughs> new. But you and I are the same again on this is that for me, if I'm not doing something new, if there's no change, then ugh, I find life so dull and monotonous and I hate the routine of life. And that I really struggled during COVID, not being able to travel to new places. I love Perth. I love WA. It's got an incredible place. But unfortunately my photographic memory means that I can go to the same campsite a year later and it doesn't spark adventure in me or intrigue because I remember where the bush was from the year before and I remember you know the pond and I'm like oh I just want somewhere new so yeah for sure newness is so important for yeah and another another point on that as well is I find that I go through periods of you know listening to a lot of podcasts, um, reading a lot of books, like soaking in a lot of information about, you know, what questions should I be asking myself? How should I journal? Like a lot of like learning and understanding. And then I give myself a couple months to just like implement it and just be living without thinking about it. So, you know, from like say recovery to now, it's like I'll go through just cycles and periods of like, you know, discovering something and really like looking up and thinking about it and like consciously thinking about it and then giving myself a break and just like letting it soak in by just like actually going out and, you know, just being out of my comfort zone rather than learning oh, how to get out of your comfort so zone. Good. So it's just this like really nice back and forth of learning and then and like being yes. consciously really active and then letting go. Like, hey, let's have some fun. Let's go out tonight. Let's not worry about, you know, having good sleep and stuff. Let's just like enjoy and then go back so it's like it's a really nice like yeah oh it's so important you said that because people will often try something and then if they're not nailing it if they're not an expert or if they're not you know a guru with it or if they somehow fail at it you know if someone I'm just thinking of a diet someone goes on a diet and then they have a cheat day or they accidentally get you know persuaded to have some chocolate or whatever it's like the world has ended but I think it's so lovely but it's just a really natural healthy um approach to it it's not like forcing it and you have to be the best and you have to nail it all the time it's just integrating it naturally in your day and it takes the pressure off it just makes it then part of a more sustainable lifestyle rather than um so extreme I think extremes obviously everything is about balance life is about mental health is about creating a balance in you don't want to be hyper and 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 manic the whole time you certainly don't want to be really depressed and low it's about finding that middle ground same with exercise same with nutrition with with being busy with work and all sorts it's just about awareness of balance I love that you just relax and let it just once you've learned something new, just be a part of natural part of, of your life. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Cause if you, sorry, I just want to quickly say, yeah, yeah, yeah. like if the reason that you are say like listening to a podcast or reading a book to be happier, like if that's like the, you know, if that's the reason you're doing it, then when you are happy, you know, maybe you are, you know, drinking or out late or whatever it is, like 
that's the reason you kind of been doing this stuff as well to realize that you do want to be you know happy or enjoying life so it's really important to um enjoy those times as well like maybe you were you know gonna get study done but you decide to just hang with a friend and chat like that in itself like that is living as well like yeah. just the, the living part of living is living so you've really got to embrace that too like maybe it's not sticking to what you set out on your schedule or what you wanted to be doing maybe it's not quite in line with that but it's also like that's part of living as well so not yeah. being so harsh on yourself like if the reason you're trying to improve in yourself to be happier and you're happy doing what you're doing then like yeah soaking that a little I think that's actually really important for me to hear because often I I set out a little schedule for the day and I'm quite strict on that and regimented and um Obviously, you can hear that I've got a cold, but even yesterday, I was like, no, I will at some stage go for a jog and try and sweat it out because that's my approach to trying to get over an, an illness is um, just move, get the body moving and get, get it out of me. And then at the end of the day, I did go for a jog, but I have to admit, I really forced it and I could have mm. just I could have just stayed on the couch and, and continue reading my book, although it was a lovely full moon. So I'm glad I did go because it was really cool. But um, mm. yeah, no, just I guess being that um, is a lovely step uh, segue to being compassionate and being um, kind to yourself. And when it comes to mental health, we are our worst advocates. We the way we talk to ourselves in our head is is horrific most of the time. Like a lot of our internal commentary, we would never dream of talking to a friend like that or to a loved one like that. And yet we can beat ourselves up. And often we don't even know we're doing it. We're just talking, um, you know, we might look at ourselves in the mirror and, and insult ourselves in our head or we might kind of berate ourselves for not achieving something. So it's just being compassionate both in what we feel physically we can do, but also just in mentally just give yourself compliments and and give yourself praise and give yourself love um in your thoughts and the way that you mm. think about yourself and talk to yourself internally that that is something that I had to learn and it took me many many years to genuinely believe in what I was saying I always felt I was trying to kid myself into loving myself but I hope for yourself um certainly I I can say hand on heart I do love the person I've become and it's through positive self-talk that um, I can look at myself in the mirror and smile and, and, and love the person that's smiling back at me. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's an important thing just to make note of is we need to be kinder to ourselves, guys. Mm. <laughs> and that'll help. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. I'm, I'm aware you're at the beach. I'm also aware that I need to blow my nose. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I am getting over a bit of a sniffly cold so we'll wrap up there and um, I'm so so grateful there's so many brilliant suggestions that have come up in this conversation and I, I'm kind of jealous of of your life but then I realize that I'm almost living the exact same <laughs> blueprint so I just love our life it's great I'm really happy and it's just enforced or informed me and reminded me how lucky I am and how privileged I am to have a healthy mindset now. And and I think we should both be proud of how far we've come because mm. often um, the journey to recovery is is kind of seen as a really um, brave, courageous thing. But it's good to check back in and give ourselves a little um, a bit of congratulations, really, for for where we're at now because I do believe we're both paving the way in our own in our own unique ways of helping others empowering others um 
and yeah let's um I just want to mention your podcast as well explore your core similar concepts I'm pretty sure you have mm-hmm. some really fascinating conversations with other people but please go over and check out Elisa's podcast as well because we're both trying to just help people help themselves and um yeah hopefully this conversation has been useful for anyone that's listened is there anything else you want to end on before we go and blow my nose and you go to the beach <laughs> no just thank you as well for even having the opportunity to kind of share and and talk about that I think it's we've touched on some yeah really incredible and really important things and I hope that everyone can kind of find that inner guidance within them whether it be like finding some silence in their day to really hone in or find a little bit not morning routine but just like a, a system that kind of works to help have that clarity because I know for me at least like something that I think is probably the most important thing I've done is found a way I can find clarity whether it be through running or art that then Mm -hmm. helps me guide myself forward so you know any step is an amazing step um but yeah clarity is such a, a key thing yeah I will just end I think that's beautiful on saying finding space and finding time for your mental health there's so mm. much emphasis on physicality like you go to the gym maybe on average I don't know what the average is but let's just say one hour a week at the gym why not give your mental health one hour a week you know if you can physically give that time to yourself you should be mentally giving that time to yourself so um give yourself five minutes a day you you deserve it you owe it to your your own happiness for that so find time guys and hopefully we've given you some ideas on how you can improve your mental health and thank you so much please go enjoy the beach i will for me (laughs) all righty you take care thank you you too Bye. bye